it's easy to talk about monetizing a podcast as if it's something that you can just sort of flip a switch and do. But the reality of it is that before you start collecting your first dollar from your podcast, you actually have to do a lot of prep work in the background as a podcaster. If you don't know what that prep work is, stay tuned because I'm going to tell you all about it in this episode. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there, welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and if you haven't met me yet, I am the CEO of Team Podcast. It's a full-service podcast production company, and the favorite part of the work that I do with podcasters is helping them monetize. And my method of helping people monetize is through live events and high-ticket offers, and I'm so excited about the work that I've been doing with podcasters in those areas, and it really is completely transformative. And I'm here to help you along the way monetize your podcast. There are so many ways that you can monetize a podcast. I mean, uh, people say, oh, there's only three ways to monetize a podcast. Well, yeah, there are. But those three ways, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like saying there's only uh, four food groups, right? But there's, are, are there four food groups? I don't know how many food groups there are. But like, you know, there's way more food within those food groups than just the four food groups. So we have to look at each one. And for you to find the one that suits your audience and suits your style perfectly when you find it and when you have a right match with your niche and what they're looking for, it really becomes almost like a a magical transformational experience for you as far as your life and for your audience's life as well. So easier said than done monetizing a podcast. We say it as if, oh, it's going to, you know, be easy to monetize, but it's actually not. And today I wanted to give you a three-step framework that really will help you get to the sort of the behind the scenes work you need to do on honing your show, honing your purpose, honing your mission with your podcast before you even get to the point of trying to figure out what to offer to people. So let's start with the overall niche for what you are podcasting about. And many of you, you might be podcasting about divorce. You might be podcasting about starting over. You might be podcasting about overcoming anxiety. You might be podcasting for moms who have sets of multiples, twins, triplets, quadruplets, whatever, right? So you have chosen an overall niche. You might be in the weight loss, the health and fitness space. You might be in the making money online space. You might be in the build a better brick and mortar business space. I don't know what your niche is, but you've got this overall niche. And one of the things that you have to realize is that when you are creating content for a niche, The more specific you can make that content, the more valuable it is, right? I have seen so many people want to make a podcast because they want to inspire others. Well, 
it's hard when you don't know, like inspiring others is not really a niche. Like there is a motivation category or whatever you want to call it. But like inspiring others is like who? Who are you trying to inspire? Right. So getting clear about your who is where you start with this niche type stuff. And one of the things that you as a podcaster need to do is go as narrow as you can with who your show is for. But then within that niche, go really, really, really deep. And a lot of podcasters make this mistake right out of the gate because they start let's just call it in quotes, generic type shows. Oh, the show is for people who want to have more confidence. The show is for people who want to lose weight. The show is for people who want to change careers, right? Those are all generic things. But the way to really explode your audience and lay the path out for monetization is to get specific about each one of those. So in other words, if I said, my show is not just about changing women, people that want to change careers, my show is for women who want to change careers out of teaching, and they want to go from teaching to their next career that is anything but teaching. So retraining or figuring out what those teachers are going to do next is your niche. And so do you think if you were a teacher that was looking to get out of teaching and do something else, that if you found a career podcast that was about how to change careers, that you would listen to that before you would listen to a podcast specifically about how teachers can be retrained uh, or reskill themselves and com- take on a completely new career? No, you would listen to the one specifically for you. And you might say, but Christy, if I do that, I'm going to eliminate all the people who want to change careers that are in every other career. But the problem is, when you think you have a podcast for everyone, you actually serve no one with your podcast. And honestly, it's really hard to continue to provide generic level information for your niche. Like if all you're ever wanting to do is provide generic information, you'll never be able to actually monetize your podcast. I had um, a client one time and she was wanting to target women who are sort of in that second phase of their life. Let's just call it the second half of their lives. They're probably over 50. They might have uh, changed careers or now they're dealing with empty nest syndrome and they were, you know, doing all of these sort of second half of life type things. And she was wanting to target them, but she never really got specific about like what her, what results she could get for them. Could she help them get clarity on where they fit in in life now? Could she help them get clarity about a business to start? Could she help them figure out who to serve now that their children were out of the and they have an empty nest and they don't have anyone at home that needs them? You know, what was she doing? Like, what was she helping those second half of life women in? And all I could ever get her to say was coaching. You know, she, she coaches them like through the transitions and that kind of thing. Well, get specific about what type of transitions you're coaching people through. Are you coaching them through 
divorce? Are you coaching them through the loss of a spouse? Are you coaching them through the children getting out of the house? Like go all in on your niche. So that's the first piece of this framework. Get your niche as tight as possible. Okay. If you do that, so much of what comes after that is easier. And some of you are afraid to say, well, this is who I'm targeting. And, and I'll give you an example, my own personal thing, my own personal, you know, dilemma, conundrum, whatever it is you want to call it that I, I've had to deal with. I love doing a lot of the work that I do coaching wise. I have a lot of coaching clients that I work with them on their monetization and um, the things that they need to set up to get their podcast monetized. And I could easily say... I'm only going to do that work with uh, men or women or, you know, some other type of uh, demarcation, like only for coaches or only for business podcasters or only for um, psychologists or professional services people. Like I could easily say that those are the only people I'm going to offer that service to. And I have struggled with that from time to time because I feel like in a lot of ways, I know because I'm a woman and because I know what it's taken to get me where I am with my podcast, like I can completely reach women and I can reach them the same right now as I can men because of the content I put out. And for me, I didn't feel like it would draw more people to me in a more compelling way, because I feel like as far as women go, the market is pretty well served with women who want to help other women be successful in these types of things, right? Because we know what it takes. And so we've had to go through it. But you can serve whoever you want to serve and whoever gives you joy in serving them. I would not want to create a business or a revenue stream around serving an audience that I wasn't thrilled about serving. And to be honest, that's one of the things that lights me up about helping podcasters monetize. Like I could do the same things I'm doing with marketing funnels and making offers and, you know, doing high ticket things and that sort of thing. I could do it across a bunch of different industries. But the problem is, my heart is where podcasters are. I've been a podcaster. I've worked with almost 300 podcasters now. Many of them don't know where to start. And I was laughing with some, some of my coaching clients the other day, like, I'm ready to draw a line in the sand and say, I'm tired of podcasters, what we would say in, in down south, my you know, southern, southernisms, um, tired of podcasters getting the last teat. In other words, everybody else gets a cut of money of, made from podcasts before the lowly podcaster does. It's the same thing for authors of books, and it's very much the same thing for musicians. Unless you have a big record deal or a big label or something behind you, you're going to be doing all the creating and getting the least amount of money for it. And everybody else gets their cut before you do. So it's not unique to this industry, but my heart is in helping podcasters because I've been a podcaster and I know the struggle. I know the journey. I know what I had to do to get to where I am today. And I'm not even ultimately where I want to be yet. I'm still getting there because my goal is an eight-figure female-owned business um, that does 
eight figures, eight, eight digits a year, right? So I've got some work to do. And then when I hit that goal, I don't know what I'm going to do after that. I'll think of something else. There's so many ways I would love to serve and help and really uh, make an impact when you get to a point where it's not all about the money anymore. So the first thing, uh, part, first part of this framework is get really, really specific about your niche and don't be afraid of all the people that you're going to drive away because you're putting your flag in the sand and you're putting your stake in the ground to serve one specific type of person. The second part that you need to understand about this framework and how you're going to serve people is knowing what the top four or five problems that your audience has. And knowing how you serve them is going to be really, really critical. You know, if I'm a divorce coach, and I serve people that are getting divorced, knowing the top four or five problems that that divorced or just served with divorce papers woman is facing is going to be critical in me knowing how I can help them and how I can get the biggest results for them in their lives. And so what you want to do is Look at, use Google, look at the Facebook groups that you, you're in, or look at the, the news articles. You can even go into Google alerts and you could set alerts for, you know, things like divorce statistics or, um, women uh, filing for divorce or some words like that so that every time Google comes across content with those words in it, it's going to send you an alert and you're going to have more data. And you can look at that and say, gosh, I didn't realize that 70% of the divorces, I'm completely making this up, right? This is not a real statistic. But if you saw a number that said 70% of divorces were initiated by men and were completely blindsiding the women, that might change what you did to help women, right? I mean, granted, there's a lot of information in some statistics that you could find out. If you're in groups that also serve divorced women or gathering places for divorced women, you're going to find out what their problems are. Do they have problems hiring an attorney? Do they have problems getting control enough of their finances to know that they are going to be okay or that they are going to even be able to afford an attorney? I had a client one time that, my gosh, I felt so bad for her because her husband was filing for divorce, but she didn't have enough control over her money. She had to ask for money to get a lawyer. If that's the niche that you serve, what you have to do is get really clear on what their problems are. And with those problems and the things that they're struggling with at the top of their mind, They're also at the top of your mind, so then you can begin creating solutions. So just go through and begin making a list of all the problems, all the things that you would have people that are in your niche that that would be going through, and then maybe go through and rank them. There are some problems 
that are probably not going to be worth you solving for people. Like people are not going to pay enough money to make it worthwhile for you to solve them. But there are going to be ones that are going to be amazing if you can figure out how to offer results and solutions. So after you've niched down, you've made your niche very narrow and declared who you're serving, and then you've gone ahead and looked at of that person you're serving, what are the biggest problems they are facing? Then after that, I want you to take that list of problems and I want you to go back and let's create a solution for each one of those problems. Let me give you an example. My audience and my target is podcasters who have not monetized yet. And so what I could do is I could look and say, what are their problems? Well, their problems are they think their audience isn't big enough. They think that they will be able to get sponsors. Like they think the only way to monetize a podcast is through sponsorship. They also think that um, many times that they need a certain amount of downloads in order to monetize. They also are many times very um, adverse to sales messages. They're very adverse to anything that resembles a sales funnel. They're just intimidated by what they don't understand. I mean, I, I get it, right? I was there. <laughs> I was there too when I was unenlightened. But one of the things that I could do is I could go, okay, so what is, um, what is the threshold that, you know, if people say their audience isn't big enough for them to monetize yet, could I go through and show people how, what can I do to show people how to monetize with a small audience? Well, my podcast has a small audience. I don't have hundreds of thousands of downloads a month, but I don't need hundreds of thousands of downloads a month. I just need to provide information to podcasters that are looking to monetize. Not here talking about how to launch your podcast. There's 10,000 other people that are talking about that. I'm not here talking about how to do your social media uh, marketing of your podcast or anything like that. There's tons of other people that, that are doing that. And I don't necessarily think it's effective, right? So why not, what all could I do to create a podcast solution for people that don't think their audience is big enough? I could show them how to monetize it. I could create an offer for them. I could jump in their business and I could help them create something for their audience. I could do a course for them. I could do a challenge for them. I could work with them one-on-one. -on -one. Like think about what are all of the solutions to these top problems that your audience has. And then begin looking at what solutions your audience would actually pay for. What would they be willing to spend money on and what result would they have to get in order to make it a no-brainer that they would spend that money? Now, I know that seems like a complicated question. She's like, well, I don't really know. I don't know what they would spend money on. Your podcast falls into three categories, ultimately. It's either health, it's either wealth, or it's relationships. 
And when you can ultimately relate anything you do back to those three things, then what will happen is you can figure out how people's lives can be improved through the relationships, how their lives can be improved through their health, how their lives can be improved through wealth. So when you look at this, what you're wanting to do is think about ways like that you could actually transform someone's life. I mean, if it was about weight loss or if it was about um, exercise or something like that, like you could physically, you could physically fly to somebody's house and show them how to work out. You could fly to their house and go through their kitchen and throw away everything that's terrible for them to eat. Doesn't mean you have to do that, but would that be worthwhile to some people? Absolutely it would. So what you're just trying to do is create a bunch of options that you could then begin crafting a product that you could help people and change their lives. Now, a couple of caveats to this is don't try to serve an audience and solve problems that that audience does not know they have. So if the audience doesn't know they have a problem, (laughs) then you're going to have a problem, right? Because they're not self-identifying. People that are, let's just say they need organizational skills. If you're trying to teach somebody how to keep their house organized and clean, if they don't realize that they're a hoarder or they don't realize that they're a clutter bug or whatever you want to call it, then your part of your time and effort is going to have to be spent educating them that they qualify for your solution. And that's a complete waste of time. And so we don't want you doing that. We want you to focus on the people that already know that you that the solution you have for them, they're qualified for. They're not thinking, is this me? Like if if you're trying to serve people that are really terrible at relationships, you need to be serving the people that are willing to say, I am awful at relationships. I don't know why I mess it up every time, but I do. Right? I don't want the people that think they're great at relationships or aren't even interested in relationships, and they're certainly not interested in self-evaluating why they haven't been able to keep one together over a long extended part of the time. So this is the kind of thing that you need to be thinking about with your niche. And really, after you do this sort of prep work, this is sort of like, I consider it like painting, like you spend two days prepping a room before you even put the first lick of paint on the walls because you're taping and you're sanding and you're patching holes and you're getting everything ready like this is the getting ready before the podcast monetization comes in but what happens after this is creating a product and selling it now this type of thing is the precursor to you creating a podcast offer And a podcast offer is really the difference in whether you're ever going to monetize your podcast or whether you're not. And if you're simply a podcaster who has said, um, my call to action is review me on iTunes. My call to action is go to my website. My call to action is 
something else equally as generic, and you've never actually made your podcast listeners an offer, and you've never created anything specifically for them, then very, very likely, if you want to monetize your show, you're going to have to change what you're doing. You're going to have to learn how to pitch them something that you've created for them that's extremely valuable, but it will get transforming results. If you need help knowing how to do this, I start a challenge, a five-day free challenge on December 6th. It runs December 6th through the 10th. We meet at noon Eastern time every single day for the general admission. VIP people, we have an hour ahead of that where we do one-on-one coaching with them. But in that five-day challenge, we are going to build your offer that you can then take to your podcast and begin driving traffic to that offer. This is the part where you're prepping for monetizing your show. You're doing the groundwork. You're getting clear on who you're serving. You're getting clear on the transformations that you need to be able to provide to them in order to completely change their lives. And if you do that, you can craft an offer that is going to be so compelling, you will think they have to be brain dead if they don't take it. And I'm going to show you how to do it during this challenge. And I'm so excited about it. I can't wait to do this. This is going to be something that I'm going to do on a regular basis and uh, just get better and better at being able to help people create offers because it is absolutely foundational to monetizing your podcast. So if you want to join the challenge, there's still time. You can do it over at teampodcast.com forward slash challenge teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. Like I say, this is a free challenge. I'm planning on teaching my face off and sharing my face off uh, during this time so that you get maximum value out of it. And hopefully it helps move the needle to get you monetized because I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to tell all those people that it takes three years and, you know, a huge audience to monetize that it doesn't. You can monetize a small audience And there are ways that you can do that when you speak exactly to what their pain points are, when you speak exactly to the things that they're looking for as far as transforming their lives. And so that's what I want to help you do. So if you want to join the challenge, go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. If you're trying to do this on your own, it's going to take you a little bit longer. Um, I hope you'll stick with it and I hope you'll come back right here when you need some more help. Hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside.